Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. Pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and click subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Mark chapter 14. Verse 37 says, He came and he found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, Simon, are you sleeping? Couldn't you watch one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. Spirit indeed is willing, flesh is weak. So again he went away and he prayed, saying the same words. I think we often have a bit of misunderstanding concerning this immediate passage. This story generally is told that Jesus chastised these guys because they weren't praying. And while we do not want to minimize the importance of prayer, both then and now, let's not mishandle scripture. What Jesus had asked these guys to do was to watch. Now, watch for what? Watch for enemies, no doubt. I mean, that's what a watchman does, right? Jesus came back, and instead of watching, they were found sleeping. Perhaps Peter thought that he was spiritually too mature. He didn't need to watch. After this moment, then Jesus tells them to both watch and pray. But I think the prayer part was just for themselves so that they would not stumble again. Now, please understand, prayer is an awesome blessing and certainly a mandatory communication. But if a spiritual lion eats you while you're praying, I guess prayer would be a moot subject then, huh? Mark 13, 35-37 says, Watch therefore, for you don't know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether at evening or at midnight, or when the rooster crows or in the morning, lest coming suddenly... He might find you sleeping. What I tell you, I tell all. Watch. Beginning in verse 40 of our text, we read, Again he returned and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy. And they didn't know what to answer him. He came the third time and he said to them, Sleep on now. Take your rest. It is enough. The hour has come. Behold, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Arise, let's get going. Behold, he who betrays me is at hand. So again, Jesus returns to find them asleep. I would think at this point that Peter maybe would have rethought his bold declaration that he would never fail. I mean, three times Peter had failed already in that short period. Peter had been warned. There had been the shot across the bow, just as we have been warned about the weaknesses of our flesh and and our ability, or excuse me, inability to stand against Satan in our own strength. So despite their failures, I find it incredible, but Jesus still included them in his plans. He says, let us be going. You know, the only reason he would do such a thing as that is simply an overwhelming love. Verse 43, we read, immediately 
While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, he came, and with him a multitude with swords and clubs from the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders. Now he who betrayed him had given them a sign, saying, Whomever I will kiss, that is he. Seize him and lead them, lead him away safely. And when he had come, immediately he came to him and said, Rabbi, Rabbi, and kissed him. And they laid their hands on him and seized him. Now the Gospel of John tells us a little more detail concerning this event. As for the group of men that came to get Jesus, John tells us that it was actually a contingent of approximately 600 men. (laughs) Can you imagine that? 600 men to arrest this meek and mild Messiah. Men will claim that he is nothing, and then on the other hand, they are quick to exhibit fear when they have to confront him directly. It's always been the story with Jesus. Now Judas, he was only a step away from Jesus here, yet in truth he couldn't have been further away. He had spent years with Jesus, and he had spent those years up close and personal, close enough to see the miraculous, close enough to know Jesus personally and intimately. And here he again was so very close, and yet so very far away. Where do you stand concerning Jesus today? Now, Judas betrayed Jesus with a kiss. Seems fitting because like so many of us, our loyalty is also on our lips. Our love is espoused verbally, but our actions, they betray him. No doubt the thieving of Judas from the ministry account began with just a little and probably grew from there. Because that's sin. One day we can believe we are a loyal disciple and, well, the next we're betraying the one we love for 30 pieces of silver. Later we are told of Judas's remorse. The word kiss is the Greek word katafileo, and it means to kiss repeatedly. Perhaps even at this point Judas was feeling regret. Yet it seemed he was caught up in something that at least he felt he could not control. Verse 47 says, But a certain one of those who stood by drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. And Jesus answered them, saying, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to seize me? I was daily with you in the temple teaching, and you didn't arrest me. But this is so that the scriptures might be fulfilled. And they all left him and fled. Now, notice Mark's words here. He gracefully says, One of those who stood by, quote-unquote. John, however, in his gospel, well, he was more blunt. Or he names that individual, yes, as the one and only Peter. It seems Peter had confused action with service. We do that sometimes. And instead of doing what he should do, he reached for his sword. Peter chose the wrong weapon for this battle, as he was attempting to use carnal weapons to fight a spiritual battle. That was our daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim or JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.